0: Hi, this is Carol Steves, and you're listening to Reality Ranch Podcast. Today is Friday, August thirteenth, twenty twenty one. Welcome to the thirty sixth episode. If this is your first listen to my program, I share the writings of Billy Meyer, Figu, and others. On this program, you will hear interviews and discussions with various people on what has been named the silent revolution of truth. This is an effort through the teaching of the contact notes to free humanity from the overly materialistic thinking, ignorance, overpopulation, and violence largely brought about by religion. During our discussion, Harold and I talked about the FIGU groups, the FIGU study groups, and I often mention in in my other podcasts uh, things about the center and the FIGU groups. And I haven't really talked at length about the groups. And so I found an article on the FIGU Landis Group Australia. Their website is au.figu, which is fig again au.figu.org, and the name of the, um, the article is The Nature of Study Groups and National Groups by Andre Stefanovsky, and it was uh, translated by Robin Foley, December 2010. Introduction. The Figu studien and Figu landisgruppen, referring herein to Figu study and national groups, are intended for those people who are seeking reality and its truth in all directions and who strive to develop their own consciousness, their thinking, their feelings, and their actions. The main focus of the studien and landisgruppen interests is at all times the endeavor to assist the person on the path of his own personal and individual development whether the nature of that path whatever the nature of that path may be each human being is totally free independent and worthy of respect which is why the figu studian and figu landesgruppen can only provide the space or rather the motivation for his own cognition his own self-cognition his own knowledge and his own wisdom To this end, the effective and valuable information which the members of the Studian and Landesgruppen openly study and seek to realize in their everyday lives to the best of their knowledge and ability serves in all areas of life with which they occupy themselves. Motivation. The entire value of the Figu information is unique worldwide because its source is the spiritual teaching taught by the Swiss Billy Edward A. Meyer, who is in contact with an advanced extraterrestrial civilization from the Pleiaren star cluster, which lies about 85 light-years beyond the Pleiades known to us, at a distance that is, about 500 light-years from Earth. The Pleiaren star system, whose inhabitants also call themselves Pleiaren, in accordance with their system are, however, located in another dimension, shifted by a fraction of a second, that is to say, in a different space-time configuration of our universe. Involved in the mission of the spiritual teaching are the Plejaren, as well as the high spirit levels, Arahat Atharsata and Patale, and especially Billy Edward Albert Meyer, or Beam, who for his whole life, as the prophet of the modern times, has developed completely unprecedented knowledge, great wisdom, and love, which finds absolutely no parallels throughout the world. The entire value of the teaching and a great amount of essential information is recorded today on more than 20,000 pages in writing in the German language, but all of it will only be fully appreciated, however, many centuries from now, in approximately 800 years it is only then that according to the player and statements the cognitions of the spiritual teaching will bear the first great fruit when the human beings of earth with the human beings of earth all of it however is already being presented disseminated and unfolded through the free community of interests in border and spiritual sciences and ufological studies figu Inter 1225 ch eight four nine five Schmitruti Schweiz. although there is no proselytizing in any form. The Figu Studien and Landesgruppen worldwide concern themselves at this time with honoring the spiritual teaching. Originally called the teaching of the prophets, as well as the teaching of the truth, the teaching of the spirit, the teaching of life with all its cognitions and values. And they do this by gathering everything to be learned, studying it, translating it, and presenting it, whereby they offer in their respective language to every human being uh, or interested person the chance to align themselves with this process in a free and individual manner. This is so that each person who is willing and working on himself can gain great values and progressive cognitions from it for his life. In fact, the entirety of the teaching also offers comprehensive cognitions concerning the true history of our earth as well as the origin of the universe, the actual meaning of life, non-earth civilizations, genuine meditation, interpersonal relationships, and love. However, many other aspects are also contained within it, such as those of human society, culture, consciousness of the subconsciousness of the psyche, of the character, and of the spirit, etc. The escape of the topics to be, the scope of the topics to be studied and discussed, is extraordinarily broad and covers all areas of human life, and the members of the figu studian and Gruppen consider all of it as permanent perpetual lifelong evolutionary e- efforts in all regards it is only the free personal and conscious development of the individual that guarantees fulfillment of the meaning of life as well as of the creation as well as the creation of all human and interpersonal values as well as logic and ultimately also the attainment of worldwide peace. Equality in the approach. We, the members of the Figu Studien and Landesgruppen, are not and do not consider ourselves to be ones who possess knowledge, but in every respect only as seekers and students, because we also must learn to exist, and thus we must learn to handle our own thoughts and feelings and to fulfill our work related private as well as other duties, we raise ourselves not one iota above our neighbors, but we try to enter into an optimum relationship with them, which is founded in absolute equality of equal value, respect, and with appropriate reserve. We never consider the value of a person per se in relation to his social position, his financial situation, his abilities, his knowledge, or the like, because the value of every human being always stays fixed and unchanging by the very nature of his humanity, being human in the real and true sense. We take every human being just as he is, and we know to respect his personal nature, which we, as a matter of principle, support in a good manner. We do this because we wish that every human being is his own self, or rather becomes his own self, and that he can develop in the correct form once he finds the way, he determines this way himself, as well as his own thoughts and feelings, his opinions, plans, goals, intentions, and experiences. Absence of belief, critical faculties, openness. We, members of the Figu Studien and Landesgruppen, are not believers of the Figu teaching or of anything else, because we know that the way to real cognition, to knowledge, to wisdom, and to love is solely via our own critical thinking. And this happens until the very end, whereby everything is analyzed, compared, considered, and thought through, whereby the person in every regard comes to his own and unique conclusions. Critical thinking, though, On no account means excessive, unhealthy criticism, a know-it-all, fanatical bias, or a prejudice that is displayed because such wrong values, along with a religious and or other belief, inhibit recognition of reality and its truth, and the attainment of all that is valuable, free, open, unprejudiced, and critical thinking is therefore necessary, so that the person is able to recognize the truth in one direction or another, and fathom it in his own individual way to integrate the obtained truth, then as an effective value in his everyday life and work. And precisely with this value of thought, the members of the Figu Studian and Landesgruppen work with respect to the materials, information, the knowledge, and the recognitions of Figu, as well as the teaching of Billy Edward Albert Meyer, as also with respect to the extraterrestrials and the spirit levels. All of this has absolutely nothing to do with faith, religion, ideology, with a sectarianism, or a blind representation of this or that school of thought, inflexibility, dependence, bondage, subservience, fanaticism, unfreedom, etc., the Figu Studian and Gruppen nip in the bud all listed negative qualities, approaches, and tendencies, as do, does Figu worldwide, because their, their nature is extremely primitive, antagonistic to purpose and life. They are cultish and stagnant, and their wrong values enslave the human being's consciousness, thus they become weak creatures when involved with them theory and practice in dynamic interaction. At this point, another very important aspect is to be mentioned. For the members of the Figu Studien and Landesgruppen, there exists no single theory but only practice. Hence, we understand theory and practice as two sides of a coin. Ultimately, our whole course of study fundamentally embodies the learning of real existence that is to say, of actual conduct of life and therefore the conduct of life's daily processes, the life-related facts, connections of the same kind, and of causal natural law. So above all, we accept as truth that which finds resonance in effective reality, which one is able through causal influences to understand, learn, experience, and implement in one's own life. Only in this way do real knowledge and the resulting essence of wisdom arise, but also the security that everything is indeed the way it is written, thought, felt, or said, and how it is taught by being through the spiritual teaching. Therefore, the aim of the members of the Figu Studian and Landesgruppen consists mainly in learning to live better, correctly, and according to the creational natural laws and recommendations. Thus we want that not only we ourselves, but also our fellow human beings in general, who are willing to devote themselves to the teaching, better realize and shape their everyday lives, their everyday thinking, feeling, and their actions. And this is not simply, therefore, to speak better and to impress with one's own supposed advanced state, spiritualization, learnedness, or intellectuality, or the like. We of the Figu Studian and Landesgruppen, as well as all other members of all Figu groups are not know-it-alls, nor are we all-knowing ones who endeavor to shine and show off our supposed enormous knowledge. We try only in all modesty, but without any servile, humble, cultish, religious character, to carry out our duties with regard to our own life, our own consciousness, our own thoughts, feelings, behaviors, and actions. We make an effort to expand our duties by means of deliberate, conscious, and ongoing development, creating and practicing all the necessary human and interpersonal values. Nevertheless, without a doubt, we are not ashamed of our acquired knowledge and experiences, and neither do we tr- do we shy away from verbalizing and presenting them openly in public. Access to the truth and information, access to the truthful information of the teaching should be guaranteed so that he can either explore, further process, and use it, or can reject it for any reason, any prejudice, or barriers. Opposition to cultish attitude, clarity, true value. We are not mystery merchants who would take pleasure in pursuing some secret little games and concealing the true facts from their fellow human beings, as has already been explained. Without exception, everyone has the right to relevant information about all areas of life, and therefore we refrain from all forms of mystery-mongering, from all forms of elitist affectations, and from the erroneous view that the truth is only intended for those or those chosen ones or those the select few or similar. This infers that we are also against all forms of mysteries which cover up straightforward truths and straightforward interconnections through the guise of mysteriousness adopted in order to make them interesting. For these and other reasons, we strive for the best possible clarity and precision of all our information, translations, texts, and lectures so that each interested human being is confronted with the clarity with the clearly laid out facts and he can grapple with them in his own way rejection of all surviving systems of faith and human stagnation what results from the above mentioned as well as from various other articles on our websites is that our groups completely distance themselves from all things religious from all things sec- sectarian cultish, cultish, church-related, idol-related, consciousness-enslaving, supplicatory, and ritualistic, as well as from all that that is connected in any way with a creator god, with any gods, angels, karma, channeling, or with faith in general. Similarly, we also disassociate ourselves From the host of other weird, crazy, and paradoxical spiritual directions, spiritual teachings, esoteric teachings, ufological teachings, New Age movements, etc., all groups and organizations, etc., relating to delusions and sex that sprout up nowadays, unfortunately, like the poisonous mushrooms from the soil and often bringing confusion, fantasies, dreams, pious wishes and illusions into many areas of life. All this instead of the human being finally being offered what it is all about, reality and its effective truth, the laws of nature, freedom of his own thoughts and feelings, development and cognition in all directions, as well as effective knowledge. Our groups, of course, do not deny that, in essence, in every crazy teaching, small slivers of truth and true interconnections exist that shine and thereby lure unknowing and seeking humans into unreal nets. This does not alter the fact that the real concepts and starting points of such false teachings find no foundation in reality and correspond to the well-thought-out lies and indeed to the already indicated pathological fantasy or a belief." The Information of the Free Community of Interests for Border and Spiritual and Ufological Studies, FIGU, which is learned, utilized, taught, and disseminated without proselytizing by the FIGU studian and FIGU landisgruppen, is unique in its value and in its origin and can be compared thus to no other existing thought or teaching on earth. Friendship and close cooperation with FIGU Switzerland. The FIGU Studien and FIGU Landesgruppen are characterized by their official collaboration with the Samyase Silver Star Center in Switzerland, respectively with the Core Group and the Passive Group of FIGU, as well as 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 well as with various other official FIGU groups worldwide. We consider this official collaboration. We consider that this official collaboration is crucial for the creation of the expedient relationship with the free community of interests and to the FIGU material and with it the spiritual teaching as well as in relation to the understanding and proper dissemination of all relevant information. This also means, of course, that we make no distinction between Billy Edward Albert Meyer and the FIGU Association founded by him such distinctions are in truth not given and are therefore non-existent because the figu association was founded by beam and in the form of a formal core group membership has been led and taught by him until the present day as necessary and as it was intended right from the beginning our activity is therefore built on years of personal and interpersonal relations with the figu community to the FIGU groups and the FIGU members because solely therein we see the true effectiveness, the actual approach, and the guarantee that all FIGU information is presented logically, appropriately, and unadulterated. Support and Mastery of the German Language The FIGU Studien and FIGU Landesgruppen promote the study and mastery of the German language by any means available to them because without this knowledge of the language, there arises a dependence on the respective translators for their understanding and their interpretation of all original texts. However, that makes it impossible, the individual approach to the Figu books and the Figu writings, as well as the free choice of these, as also their true understanding and effective study. Add to that the The fact that many German statements and terms cannot be translated with equal worth and value into other languages, which is why, irrespective of all efforts of the translators, a certain weakening of the original statements, as well as possible mistakes and inaccuracies, arise. The German language is derived from the ancient Aaron language, and it stands as the most perfect language on earth in its entire value in its precision and in its possibilities. In addition, it is so that there is only a minimum of translated texts in other languages because the means and capabilities of the different Studian and Landisgruppen are so far also minimal. The better one masters the German language, the better, faster and more effectively one is able to penetrate into all the mysteries and the knowledge of the free community of interests. The evolution code that Beam has woven into all German-language spiritual teaching original texts promotes and accelerates the evolution of consciousness by which the human will open up to all possibilities of real understanding, the real utilization, and the real practice of all the values and cognitions of FIGU because it appeals directly to specific areas of the subconsciousness This code is also effective if the text of the book, for lack of language proficiently, is not fully understood. Everyday Reality, Imperfection, Error, Evolution, Lifelong Striving Finally, it is to be again clarified and doubly emphasized that all persons in Figu, as well as the Figu studien and Figu landesgruppen, as also all other FIGU groups worldwide, are human beings just like everyone else. Human beings who make mistakes, are imperfect, and are in no way infallible. But we are human beings who are concerned about our development and about the acquisition of progressive knowledge and wisdom in the desired directions and also strive to recognize and correct our own mistakes and shortcomings and to improve our internal and external condition if possible. We are not starry-eyed idealists who, who aim naively to change the world overnight in order to then get upset and to succumb to bitterness and skepticism when we find out that the desired change has not arrived at all. We ourselves are the only thing we see to, seek to improve, because it is the only it is only through our own lifelong improvement and relative absolute fulfillment that one can begin to consider the improvement and relative absolute fulfillment of some external states of affairs, organizations, institutions, etc. This should and can never take place by means of coercion proselytizing, persuasions, and convincing, but only through one's own life by example, through our own new behavior patterns and through our own actions and deeds. Only by means of these particular ways do members of the Figu studien and Landesgruppen make the effort to make things better for those human beings prepared to adapt, and with that, the world. Therefore, we urge all those responsible human beings to participate those who are not indifferent to the development and further steering of all internal and external structures of society and ways of looking at it and who have not yet succumbed to feelings of futility indifference devotion meaning belief and apathy we urge them to participate In this lifelong process with us and to ensure that slowly but surely the situation around the whole world can be brought back into the state in which there exists no destructive overpopulation anymore, a world in which no one must starve, in which no one under the guise of justice and love is anyone legally murdered by the death penalty a world where there is no more torture, no torment, no more wars waged, no more wars waged, no subjugation, no rape, no enslavement, a world in which no political or religious sectarian leaders or power mongers lie to the people and exploit them in various ways. A world in which all human beings are equal and enjoy equal rights and have the chance And enough space for free and individual development of their consciousness, their thoughts and feelings, their actions and deeds, as well as the opportunity for a healthy life in an equally healthy and natural environment. My interview and discussion today is with Harold Shoshman. Harold is one of the main collaborators on the delightful film series, What School Won't Tell You? And um, Harold's videos can be found on YouTube on a channel called Distinct TV. So if you just uh, Google or search on the YouTube channel Distinct TV, or um, what school da- won't tell you? The videos are um, both in English and in German. Please join me with for my discussion with Harold Schasman. Harold Schasman. I'm going to use the um, American pronunciation because I will totally butcher your name. And you live in Vienna, yes. right? Or Wien, uh, yes, Austria. Correct. And Harold, um, how long have you been um, acquainted with the mission?
1: Well, the mission, actually, the first time I read about Billy was, I believe it was in the early 90s. It might have been 93 or 94. I was living in the States back then, and I read in a science magazine, I read a small article. It was a very small note. On the Swiss man, Billy Meyer, who I knew about because I remember in my childhood, there was this Swiss guy who took awesome UFO pictures, but uh, never dealt with it. It was the seventies back in the day and I was very little. But in the States, I read this article in the Science Magazine and it was a very small article and uh, spoke of overpopulation that the aliens Billy Meyer was in contact with told him the biggest problem of planet Earth would be the overpopulation, that our planet is way overpopulated and it's the first thing we'd have to resolve. And that struck a chord with me. I thought, gee, that's actually really smart. Now overpopulation was a thing. It was more of a thing in the early 90s, late 80s. I mean, I I seem to remember people were more aware of it and would be more open-minded than they are now. And uh, that was the first time I read about Billy Meyer. I, when I moved back to Vienna, I saw a book from Billy. It was uh, a small-scale version of, 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 of the book which the Vigo is publishing now, uh, about the Pleiades. and I uh, bought it and read it, and was so different from everything else. and from that point on, I've been hooked.
0: I see. So you actually discovered it when you're in the U.S. Um yes. Where were were you going to school here? Or
1: yes, I went to film school in Los Angeles. I've stayed there from '91 to through '95. I've lived in the U.S. for about four years. And being a filmmaker, I learned the art of filmmaking and uh, reading a lot. I stumbled across that article.
0: I see. And so you you're pretty familiar with at least what American culture was like um, when you were here in the yes. US. Yeah, and it's and I'm sure just from news and, and things that you look at, you can see how much it's changed. And um, uh, not necessarily for the good, it doesn't seem. You know, like as you were saying, people were more over were more open to overpopulation in the 80s and 90s than they even are now. You know, because there's been this huge campaign um, to uh, debunk it. It's
1: and, true. Yes, yeah. I see that. But it's not just in the U.S. I, I feel the same thing is happening here in Europe as well. So, oh, I see. Culture has changed in the U.S. Definitely. I mean, I could tell over the years and been to the U.S. many times uh, since then, visiting friends okay. and stuff. So I, I s- saw the progression, but it's actually not that much better here. And um, I don't know what's the blame. maybe electronic so social media, the fact that uh, it's a lot easier to form opinions nowadays. Not sure.
0: Um, when you say it's a lot easier to form opinions, what do you mean by that
1: compared to before? I mean that pretty much anybody within an agenda can go out and 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 post stuff, whether it's genuine or not.
0: Oh, and, yes, that's uh, true.
1: <laughs> people listen. people will listen. and uh, of course, uh, governments are using this as well. And we are using it in 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 the hopes of spreading the mission and making people waking people up and making them think
0: yes i I think um you know i one of the reasons i wanted to interview you is because of the those delightful films you make i really enjoy them Um, i think any efforts that we make um, the people in the figu mission whether it's music films um, podcasts storytelling whatever um, we can contribute to help balance out all of the disinformation and or incomplete sometimes there's you know you've probably noticed this that there's a lot of information out there and there'll be some truth in it and then there's a lot of falsehoods in it also and i think that confuses people
1: that's very true that's how Perfect uh, disinformation is done. There's some truth and a lot of falsehoods, like Mm -hmm. you just said. Yes, I agree. Uh, People, it's it's so wonderful. I've met so many people uh, who work for the mission, each and every one in their own respective way, and uh, everybody's contributing. And now, in order to make those moves, I can't do everything on my own, and I do a lot on my own, but now for the English version, I have Paiali who speaks our English versions and, and people contribute and we all combine our, our efforts and uh, hopefully, hopefully we get people to see and learn and, and, and think about this.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping so. I, I think, um, you know, you're kind of tapping into, um, you know, people in our um, day and age, uh, they want to be entertained. I guess people have always wanted to be entertained yes. but it seems um even more so now people want to be entertained and uh so your your films i think are are entertaining but they're also educational um, with all the the visuals and the music
1: that uh, is correct I, I well it took a book, a leaf out of the book from George Lucas, I mean, who's been Mm -hmm. a great inspiration of mine. And he always, his philosophy back in the day when he owned his company was uh, you can teach people by entertaining them. And uh, back in the days, going to phone school in the States, I always wanted to make entertainment, but it then, as I came into touch with, with the mission, uh, everything changed and of course my job played into this as well do i'm an editor for i edit for a living and i've uh, been editing some documentaries picked up a lot of knowledge uh, that way and i figured hmm it's actually more interesting to make movies about the mission and 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 i fi- i figure it's it's nowadays young people are so bombarded with uh, all kinds of images and, 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 and videos, in order to stand out, you you somewhat have to play to them. And when I make a movie, one of those episodes or lessons, as you see them, mm-hmm. I have to, when, when I edit this, I, I have to have an emotional response to the way the music and the images are combined. But uh, the text and the, the content is, 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 is the guideline. The story needs to be there and then I try my best to you know make it colorful and entertaining so it, it in a perfect world it should fulfill both uh aspects it should be entertaining as well as informative and hopefully uh educate people and make them think
0: well I I think it can't help but be informative because the material you're using is so rich and deep and I, I'm a I'm a person who's a film buff. And so I saw very quickly how, um, captivating, um, I'll just say that how captivating your, your little films are. And, and I'm wondering, are you ever interested? Would you ever be interested in making a full length, um, story about, you know, Billy or the mission or has that ever entered your mind to, to do something or a series like um, you know, like Star Trek, kind of. But yes,
1: of course. Yeah. <laughs> I in, in, in a perfect world, if I had funds and 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 people right. the crew around me, I would love to go ahead, take the contact reports and make a never-ending TV show, high quality that- production, and 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 uh, that would of course be my dream. But I'm I'm not the person. I'm more of an artist. I, I, I edit. I'm good at editing. Editing. I have a huge background in cameras, so I know how to shoot stuff. And put it together, but I'm not the person who runs out finds a, finds the money person and then do a whole do that whole background stuff. Even though I learned how to do that, that's not me. Maybe, right. it, maybe throughout through the mission, sometimes when when we people find each other, maybe it will happen someday. Of course, I I definitely I'd love to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think you know something uh, under. It's good you understand what your strengths are, and I think it's um it's a a, a, an undertaking like that would take a team of people yes absolutely that's a huge undertaking but how wonderful uh, and I think many of us have talked about that how wonderful it would be to have a a series an ongoing series with the contact notes because they are so fascinating and so interesting and and so you know um, um, I was talking to someone one day about this and we were talking about how much how many lies there are in the world and the contact notes are uh, a place of truth for us that they bring us true information and that's so beneficial right now with all the confusion and propaganda and disinformation campaigns that are happening
1: yes indeed
0: (laughs) yes so um you um you grew up in so i want to ask you a little bit about your just your your life, your personal life. Sure. Um, so, so you grew up in Vienna, and I, I actually have been to Vienna once and it's a lovely, lovely town, kind of crowded, but
1: <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, old. Uh, like old cities nowadays. Yeah. Unfortunately,
0: <laughs> yes, but beautiful architecture. And um, you know, if you want to know anything about Mozart, that's the place seems to be the place to go that or uh, Salzburg, but I didn't wasn't able to go to Salzburg. Um, and so I'm sure living in a, a town of a, a music and art the way Vienna seems to be in architecture that had a, a, a big influence on on your life and um and kind of help steer you in the direction that you're you're going in.
1: Well, actually the direction I'm going in uh, was uh, inspired by my grandfather. Okay. He was a was we're talking 70s late 70s early 80s he was someone who 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 loved super 8 and he did he shot super 8 movies and edited those and i was always very interested in this he did he did it just for for home purposes Mm -hmm. and i was very interested in that and uh, he took the time and mentored me and i was. Just a little kid, I was like eight years old, maybe and and it, he he showed me how to shoot films, how to edit, and then he gave me his old equipment. My parents were very important as well. They gifted me my first two braid cameras at the age of I think ten or eleven, maybe I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, and uh, so I had great support from my family growing up um, in, in ways of filmmaking, and they supported me and, and And uh, that's wonderful. So that was beautiful. I I was growing up shooting Super 8 movies, and actually, that experience uh, spawned the first lesson or lesson one of What's Cool One Tell You? Uh where I talk about uh, how Billy Meyer's photography and his film film work is genuine because I had that background. And uh, I figured. Actually, initially, I wrote an article about this, and then the, our Austrian study group said, hey, you could actually make a video from that, and, and it expanded and grew, and that's kind of how the whole thing started. So basically, I have to credit my parents and grandparents for supporting me and, and, and mentoring me into the whole art of filmmaking, and ultimately making it possible so I could study and learn in the United States, which of course I learned to craft in a truly professional way.
0: That's that's great. Um, I, I'm so glad you're doing them and how um, you know I was really glad to see that you were doing um, that you did also an, an English version of your films and, and not just the German and and how did you? Um, how did you end up using? I mean, Piali has a beautiful voice and she's a singer. And but how did you end up using? How did that come together?
1: Well, it was always very important since obviously I have a background in English. It was always very important to do an English version as well because it's the language that's pretty much understood everywhere all across the world, not just uh-huh. Americans and, and, and British people or Canadians, Australians, but. Pretty much everybody speaks English, so there's a vast audience that can be reached. So initially, the first few episodes, out of necessity, I had to voice those myself, and obviously and, I'm not And a... you did
0: a good job. No, you, you did fine. Actually, I hate coach, it. It's, it's so
1: cringe-worthy. It. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I listen to it. In fact, I can tell you now, uh, I already talked to Piali. We're, we're actually redoing those as well, <laughs> because oh. I, I, I just can't, I can't listen to it. <laughs> the thing is, I, I'm not a narrator. I, I just did it out of necessity back in the day. Right. Because we didn't have any other options, and when it came to the fourth episode, which was, I think, the prophecies, Mm -hmm. uh, I figured, okay, this needs to be better. I'm not happy with this. Uh, We hired um, a British girl, a professional narrator, Mm -hmm. and she did a great job. I think it was very beautiful. But uh, during COVID, she she increased her price a little and wow. you know, it's 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 actually cost prohibitive. She did a great job. I, I was very happy with her. But um you know and it's it doesn't matter if if you pay like for one lesson and that's it. Okay, I can can afford that. That's not, not yes. Not a big deal. But if it's ongoing, you know, like okay, every each year we're gonna do like one or two long time lessons which is gonna run me about I don't know, would be like 600 800 900 bucks so that's quite a bit so uh, I had to find a new solution and then someone in the Austrian study group suggested why don't you ask Pialy she's a singer Mm and is very very she's a darling she's wonderful she loves doing this and she does a great job obviously so I'm very happy
0: (laughs) great well um I'm I you know I thought your narrations were just fine, but I understand where you're coming from. I, I absolutely get that. I'm just so glad you you are doing them in English. So do you have? Um, uh, I know you said you know when I talked to you uh, a little bit in chat um, about um, your next project. You Do you have any idea at all what you want to do next?
1: I do have some plans. So I have some ideas. Yes, uh, I haven't done anything yet because there's some obviously we had to put out the English version for for lesson 5, which was incredibly complex and I had to mm-hmm. contact Switzerland to verify it. So it's not just any random translation, but really genuine and I right. had to talk to them. Which words do you use for those uh, creation energy terms, which are typical English translations, and we even had to ask Billy uh, who's uh, Billy said and I'll keep the German absolutum words don't translate those. So a lot of care and detail went into the English translation. So if anybody asks and anybody wonders, yes, it's it's, uh, Billy worked a large part of the German version and Switzerland uh, pretty much verified the English translation. So it's done with with a great, great deal of care. And now that when the summer is over, I'll probably start work on the on the next lesson,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I have some ideas, but uh, I'm not sure if I wanna reveal. No, that's
0: fine. You don't <laughs> have to reveal. You, you, know, you
1: build up expectations then people always, I, I, for example, I didn't even I didn't tell anyone about this episode, the, mm-hmm. uh, this lesson, the, the creation lesson, because again, I didn't know, okay, how how good is it gonna be? Can I even right. can I even come up with enough images to, to, to make it work? So you, mm-hmm you always doubt yourself. You always have to, but eventually it works out. And so I have some ideas. Uh, I also have some problems to solve, uh, coming up, but not sure. Maybe, maybe for Christmas years end that I managed to get a new lesson out. We'll see. Oh, that's
0: great. And do people, um, ever ask you, like, make suggestions to you on what they'd like you to, to, um, do a film on?
1: Uh, in general, we discuss we we keep discussing it in in the Austrian study group. Oh, okay. Uh, which uh, I'm a member of, obviously. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> this last one uh, was kind of a kind of my own idea. We always knew we should do creation energy at one point, but we knew it, it, it wasn't going to be one of the first movies. We, at first, we we stick to. General knowledge from the contact reports and, and, and which
0: makes kind of, sense before you warm people
1: up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was in January that I figured, hmm, actually, it's 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 about time now. I should try. I should try and see how well I can go on the funny fact is I started writing this this lesson, mm-hmm. and uh, I got feedback from Switzerland and they asked me, oh, why don't you do the creation energy? Uh, and I said, oh, "Okay, nice. I, I actually, I am. I'm working on something. I sent them my my initial draft, and they gave me notes back. And so we kept the kept bouncing the ball back and forth. and that was was very good.
0: yeah. so so you're a member of the um, uh, Australian or uh, excuse me, Austrian study group. How long has that study group been in existence? Do you know? <sighs>
1: I joined a little later because uh, even though I've been friend of the mission and, 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 and reading Billy and, 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 and books and, and, and publications mm-hmm. since the 90s, I didn't become a passive group member myself until 2012. I just took my time and I've always been oh, a friend yeah. of the figure. And I believe it was 2010. I couldn't say for sure. I when think they that's formed when it. When, when they formed it, Yeah.
0: Oh, nice! I'd have to and ask. So them it e-
1: either two thousand ten or two thousand eleven, uh, but I think it's it was 20 t- uh, 2010. Yeah.
0: Okay, and and um, so it, this is just for Austria. Austria is not very big, but you have people probably that come in from all the all over Austria, right, to attend. Well, you did before the pandemic.
1: Well, before the pandemic, we had yeah people from Graz, which is in this. The southern part from Austria. Well, Austria is not big. It, mm-hmm. It's about a two hour drive. We it's had like a people, state here. <laughs> pretty yeah. much, yeah. A small
0: state. <laughs> a very small state in the US. We
1: had uh, people from from Tyrolia, like Western Austria, go, go online via Skype or, or some kind of online service. Uh, and now, of course, ever since the pandemic hit, we. Our meetings are virtual, and mm-hmm. as ours are too. Yes, yes there, there is no other way right now. I mean, I hope hope we'll be able to meet again in person more frequently because I, I love that. I, I love just talking to people who who you can yes. discuss such things. You know. <laughs>
0: yes, <but> without <laughs> the making in life
1: that that are open for for such topics. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. You don't get those strange looks and um, you know. (laughs) Like you do if you try to talk to someone who's not very familiar with this. I don't even try anymore. No, no, no. You you
1: feel it pretty quickly. For example, the girl stories who speaks our German versions. Mm -hmm. She she got interested in this. I mean, she's not joining our meetings yet, but uh, I send her a contact report and since she. She's picked up quite a bit from from reading all those all those lessons. Yes, that <laughs> so she, She's someone who's actually interested and that's her a rare gift you know, find someone outside of Vigo who not only reads this for you, but actually also has a genuine interest. So that was great.
0: Yeah, that is. That's um, um, I think you know a lot of people if they I think the problem is Harold, you know, and tell me what you think about this, that a lot of people who they look at the mission or, or they'll look at the, the Billy Meyer stuff and they just do a cursory glance over it and they say, oh, this is nonsense. This is, you know, uh, a, a cult or whatever. But I think most of the people who actually take the time to read through the contact notes and read some of the spiritual teaching start to realize um, how deep this really is, and that it isn't like all, all, all the other um, UFO type um, information out there.
1: I have to agree, 100%. People yeah. nowadays think research is, okay, I'll look up look at the web page, maybe some reviews on it, and we know most of the stuff oh, is yes. really isn't very favorable. and they think they know everything. But uh, yeah, I always yeah. ask people, well, have you ever been to Switzerland? Have you talked to the people there? Did you ever do any kind of research? And uh, they no, but they read it online. That's kind of the response you get, and that's nothing. If, you know, sometimes sometimes if people actually manage to cross the threshold and, like you said, read the contact reports in greater detail and and, and aren't afraid to, to – uh, take a step further they start thinking for example i have a good friend of mine who's still who's still religious and he believes mm-hmm. but he he likes the videos and he's at least open-minded in such a way that he respects billy and 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 what what what, what we explain in the vi- videos mm-hmm. and he at least starts thinking about it and that's good i mean obviously he takes some time he, can't drop religion from one day to another if you're still very much in it into it but some people think about it then there's other people who maybe see this stuff and say okay that's interesting but then they're scared of it because it upsets their whole image of the world it turns everything upside down and they're afraid of it and they put it aside and I say oh no, okay no i mean i'm gonna keep living my life like a like I, like i just did so those yeah. are the observations i've made
0: yeah, same here. And, uh, um, you know, something I've noticed since, um, s- so I found the mission much later than you did. I w- it was in 2008. And I've noticed since 2008 until now that when I do a, just a Google search of Billy Meyer, that there is, it used to be I would could put in Billy Meyer and I would put in like maybe um, just some topic, right? And mm. some of the contact notes that were on usually future of mankind would come up and and maybe some other random little sites that people have set up, you know and that like that I discovered later that we have people as you know here and there putting ver- their contact notes on their little they put up little blogs and stuff, which is great. But now I've noticed that when I google Billy Meyer, I get the bad reviews. I get the negative right away on the page. It's getting harder and harder just to Google. um, And I'm using the term Google for web search because that's what, you know, the search engine I'm using um, to find and Google's taken over everything just about now. Um, And yeah. And that I, it's, I, I, to my um, dismay, I have noticed that um, more and more they're just negative reviews. Everything about Billy that's negative is in the is front and center, and it's getting harder and harder just to do a, a, a you know, casual Google search.
1: Um, I have to agree. I've noticed the same thing. Mm-hmm. Now, part of part of our ideas for creating the "What School Won't Tell You" video series was to put stuff out there that's favorable towards Billy and to yes. kind of uh, put a dent in all this, all this negative publicity he keeps receiving online. We're struggling, we're trying to do our best, but of course, um, I don't know why and how uh, he, he's getting so much bad results on Google just now, but, but it is happening, I've noticed myself, and uh, yeah, we all can do a little, I mean, Future of Mankind is a great site. They Mm -hmm. always pop up pretty fast and Mm -hmm. it's a very good site. they have got all these contact reports and tons of information for those who are generally interested. But uh, I've noticed this myself and I don't know who's behind it or why there's so much. Negative, yes.
0: Negativity. Yes, it seems like there. Yeah, I think there, uh, I think whoever is behind it is, is um, definitely discouraging people from looking any deeper at the information. And, um, you yeah, know, we just have, that's why I think it's, it's important for us to keep making noise, as I like to say about this, you know, talking about this, putting out materials. Um, and, you know, I, I wonder how restrictive YouTube is going to get. Have you, have you looked at, uh, posting your videos and on any other um, platform like uh, Odyssey or anything like that. also?
1: Uh, we've talked about of once made a bit shoot account, but again, there it's something that needs to be discussed during one of our next meetings. i'm I'm thinking about it. Now, we actually have it. a YouTube backup channel, which I keep, which is one of my channels. It's called uh-huh. Distinct TV. You'll find all the videos there as well. We're not promoting is, promoting it as much in in hopes of not stealing clicks from our actual channel, but
0: right, okay, then I won't
1: backup channel. But uh, I, I've thought about this actually uploading the content to some alternate platform. We'll have to discuss it in a group. I... I
0: so this the films are actually then um is is a collaboration of your group, then you guys are making all the decisions as a group on these videos, right?
1: We are discussing it as a group, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh pretty much the episodes in general are all written by Anton Hanekamp from our okay. group. Okay. Okay. He writes the episodes. I mostly write the lessons myself uh, with input from the group because they're more intricate in in the ways of filmmaking and I have to as I go along I have to think about uh, can I can I actually do this or (laughs) will I find Mm -hmm. enough footage and I see. Except the 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 biggest exception was the last lesson, the creation lesson that that I did in secret and that actually I actually did in complete collaboration with uh Figo Switzerland Switzerland because it was very sensitive and Billy added a lot of text. I mean my initial idea was actually to make two parts. My I, I thought about creating one lesson for just creation and A second lesson to explain the absolutum forms, but when Billy got the text, he explained everything in one one big lesson, which I think is wonderful because nobody else could have done it but him.
0: Right. I know, and I think um excuse me. I think that as you're saying that about Billy's, you know, input, I think that's another reason why right now is that, that a lot of this stuff that's being created, it's so important that that it's done now while he is still here to help clarify so many things. Because I see just, you know, because I talk to a lot of people who are doing projects and they're getting B- Billy's input, you know, everything from um, Daniel Cooper's uh, music videos to mm-hmm. um, the, the uh, Way to Live uh, documentary that Delta O'Harkin did, um, and Billy hel- also helped. You know, with that film also, and gave input and in, in guidance. And so I, I think, know a
1: number of it. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm sure you are, and I, and I hear I hear that so much that um, I know eventually the training wheels will have to come off for us. You know that we will have to keep um, doing things and creating things without his guidance later on, but hopefully we will have gained enough wisdom, um, so that we aren't, um, you know, that we're, we're doing it in a correct way. If you know what I'm saying. That's true. Yeah. Yes. So I think it's, it's great that, um, so much creative work is being done right now while he is there to help with it. And it's great that he is so willing to, to, um, take the time because I know he's so busy. With all with
1: of the robot, That's that, why I I was yeah. so grateful that he did this, that he, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, my initial draft was, fraction was about half, half as much <laughs> as the final pieces. <laughs> I and mean, that, that goes to show just how much he added. And yes, it was just so much more than I could have ever dreamed of. And I'm so grateful because I know how much work he has to do and, and, and how hard it is right now for him to, to type on his computer. Mm-hmm. It's just wonderful. And we, we're, really, we're really blessed to, to have his input and his guidance. And as you said, at some point, we ob- obviously have to graduate and and yes. be, uh, be not, not knowing enough to this yeah. on our own.
0: Yes, and I think, um, you know, as uh, those of us who are serious about the, you know, building our knowledge and our wisdom, um, we just keep going. You know, people I've had a lot of keep going at it. I don't want to. My brain's going. Oh, I want to say this too. So sorry about that. But um, that we are moving toward, you know, uh, our knowledge and our wisdom, uh, according to an understanding of this material um, that Um, eventually, uh, when Billy is gone, uh, you know, I lost my train of thought. Now I can't remember what I was gonna say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, maybe I'll get it back, but you know how that happens. So that's what just happened to me. So I don't know where I was even going with that. Now it was important, and now it's not. So maybe it'll come back. But, um, in the same vein, I guess I would say that, um, uh, oh, I know what I was going to say, that Billy understands how important, obviously, he understands how important this creative, the creative efforts of everyone is, or he wouldn't take the time to um, give his input. I'm, know,
1: positive, as, I'm positive, I'm positive is very well aware that now, especially nowadays. What does it take to get someone to pick up a book, especially if you have the large amount of information that Bill has written in his life. I mean, we all yeah. know how great and how valuable it is, but get someone on the outside to realize that. Mm-hmm. So what's the easiest way to to motivate someone to um, develop an interest? Nowadays, it's music or videos or audio yes. video at the end of the day. And that's, that's exactly our point. That's what we're trying to do with all of those videos. We want to tease people. Show them, hey, look at this. This can answer those. We've got all these questions that you yes. probably ask yourself at some point in your life, and we're answering those.
0: Yeah, and those people who...
1: Start scratching the surface. If, no, if you exactly. The, the contact reports and, and pick up the books. There's so much more which you cannot even begin to imagine, and hopefully we get a few people to to commit to the... To, fill writings, and find out for themselves.
0: Well, I would think those people, it, you know, all you have to do is, I think, is put yourself in the shoes of the people out there who are actually thirsty for the truth, for knowledge, who want to know why things really are the way they are, and so far haven't been very satisfied, and I'm saying this from my own experience, uh, not very satisfied by what I was finding. You know, I saw little grains of truth. And I went, aha, yes, I can tell this is so because it applies. I can apply it to my life. And, and, and other things I would read and go, this doesn't apply at all. I, I don't even understand why this person is saying this, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But then you find things like, uh, like if I had found the videos, if, if, um, when I was looking, I definitely know that it would have spurred me to find out more. Like, who is this man and what is this? This all resonates for me. I would have definitely searched for more information uh, if I had stumbled upon your videos first. So I think you're right. uh, It does take a lot more and more for people to pick up books. That is the reality. Now, Um, those of us who are serious students, of course, have no problem reading the material, but um, I think that's why, you know, one of the things, the reason I brought up the, um, the series idea, right. Is because I see in our media now, uh, like if you go on Netflix or you go on Amazon, um, video or any of those other streaming, you know, Hulu or streaming services, and you look at what's available to watch, um, and and the movies being produced, I, uh, it's, it seems to me that more and more the the very good um films that have a lot of value are rare becoming more rare
1: Yeah, it's falling um, apart isn't it, it, it,
0: is. Is. it and it's as sad as
1: someone who's lived in hollywood and been immersed mm-hmm. in in the industry to a certain extent it's it's amazing. It, it it's terrible. The it is terrible. Tw- excuse me. Garbage they they put out. Yes. It's not fun. It's not entertaining. It's boring. It's bland. It's meaningless. Uh, all of a sudden they have this this woke ideology, which may mm-hmm. be again for or against, which whatever. I don't. I just oh no. Think maybe for maybe for or
0: against. I'm against.
1: <laughs> I, I'm against it too. Yeah. So yes. for the record.
0: But, I'm horrified but, uh, by it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just, just earlier today, I read on Amazon has these new guidelines now, which which you, you I don't know people from certain nation nations can only play themselves and all this garbage. Uh, that's not filmmaking. That is no not not filmmaking. Filmmaking oh, radio yes. project it needs to start with an empty space and the empty, empty page and no restrictions. Everything is open. So that that's an additional problem if, if one were to create the the contact report say you start with the first meeting of billions and Yase, and uh, make it a TV series and who'd pick it up who'd show it it's not very easy yeah. it seems to get no. harder and harder nowadays
0: it is uh, um, uh, that's why you know even when i asked you that question about a series I have thought this through thoroughly because I think it would be so beneficial to be, have that out there, but I understand just from what I'm observing, I'm not in the business, but I'm very interested in it. And so I have followed it, I follow it closely, and I, um, because I know what an influence it has on us also, uh, that I, I see the challenges that, um, that are presented in, in being able to present to put something this like this together and get someone to pick it up, right, and syndicate
1: it—that is the bit, real problem. I mean, even yeah. even if you could get it made, say you find someone who's rich who get some money who, who sponsors this, what do you do with the finished product? Who's gonna pick it up? Is Netflix gonna put it on their on their system? Amazon, the Hollywood yeah, studio know. system? I'm not sure. I'm not so sure nowadays.
0: Uh, yeah, sure. I don't. I don't know because of you know the restrictions. You're we're both starting to see, um, you know, and you like you were saying about the the stuff. Either it's either bland and meaningless, or it's very violent.
2: That's and, true. Yes. <laughs>
0: and um, to me, um, it seems, you know, uh, a lot of that the these the stuff that's produced is almost like it's assaulting you. Um, I don't know if you've ever gone. Well, I'm sure you have. But you know, back when we could go to movie theaters, right? Or or mm-hmm. we it was safe to go to movie theaters? I know they're open again in lots of places. Yeah, I'm
1: not going though. Me Even either. Though I'm at my phone, no, I'll don't.
0: No, me either. I'll watch them at home. But um, you're sitting in a movie that you've carefully chosen, right? To spend your money on, and you've you think you've got an idea that hey, this is this maybe this is going to be pretty good, and you know it's not too violent, and it's a good message, and That type of thing, and but then you're you have to watch the trailers that they show before, and I have had the experience of sitting in a theater and being assaulted. It felt like an assault with these violent trailers for some other movie, and I'm sitting there thinking, this isn't even the kind of usually you know they match the trailers to the kind of film you're seeing. I you know they usually they should
1: usually yeah they should yeah but sometimes
0: (laughs) they don't. And so I'm not there to see a violent movie, right? I'm there to see something else and um, something psychologically deep and moving and you know, or whatever, or maybe uh, has intelligent humor or whatever. And I'm being assaulted with these um, trailers and by the end of the trailers, I just feel kind of numb and, and upset. And I think they just subjected me to this unexpectedly. I had no idea this was going to happen. And I think um, about how, and I don't, I, I tend to stay away from overly violent movies that have pointless violence, you know, in them. I'll, I'll watch some things that have a little bit if it's, there's a reason for it and it's not so, you know what I mean? That gratuitous. Yeah, yeah you know what it's I'm not saying? not
1: graphic. There's, there's like the comic book violence, which you have, like, say, an Indiana Jones movie, there's yes, action, but, but you won't see any blood or, or anything graphic. And then right. there's, well, the sick stuff. <laughs>
0: the sick stuff, right? And so, I think to myself about what this is doing to the psyche of of the public, watching, um, and and I've noticed that a lot of the new series that are out are uh, they're very dark. They're about control. They're you know it's there's a lot of violence and um, it, it's uh, it's very disappointing. I, I wish. That's why, you know, I, I have this 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 wish um, and I was saying this to you about having a series based on the the spirit the contact notes because it would be so much better than so many things that are I'm out sure there. I'm sure
1: it will happen someday. I but think as, so. Uh, in, in terms of this, we need to start looking at it for, for, from a longer point of view. I meant to oh look. yeah. Like our videos we produce now, We, what do we really get? We get a few thousand clicks. Well, it's mm-hmm. nice, of course, but it could be so much more. And I figure maybe now is not the time. We're just putting this out there and maybe even, even after I'm passed away, maybe then at some point they, they Gather some momentum and it starts building up and maybe then exactly. the, it, there's just yes. time to actually do a, a, a TV show on, 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 on building on the Bill and Maya story. Basically, uh, right now it's hard. I mean, all the major studios are owned or in, under control of the Pentagon. Uh, mm-hmm. Same goes for Netflix and Amazon. I'm not exactly sure who owns them or how, how the uh, thing is, but mm-hmm. the, all of these uh, platforms that, that, that put out content, as they call it, mm-hmm. are in some way under control under those forces who don't like Billy and yes. don't like his information. And that's it's, the biggest problem. So even if we could produce uh, this show, this series, which I'd love to do in my lifetime, if I had a full, full-time job and could could do this, it'd be a dream come true. But... Uh, even if you do it, I, where where to put it? It has yeah, to. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: But I think um, this goes to a good point. We, what you were saying about um, your move, your films—you know—they get a few uh, thousand clicks, and that's good. And but I think you're. It sounds like you're realistic, and and hopefully the rest of us, even my podcast. Um, I know this is very niche. It's mostly going to be the other Figu people who listen to it, but you know, so they can hear about the other people that are part of the mission and what they're doing. And also, we're talking about subjects that we're all interested in. You know, these are all things that we all talk about already and are interested in. Um, But eventually, um, this stuff may in the future gain traction. And I think we just, you know, patience is always stressed. And so, I agree, yeah. yeah the biggest the, journey
1: starts with the first step.
0: It does. And these are the little seeds being planted.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, so if we just remain realistic about that, about how much exposure um, we're going to get right now and not lose, um, you know, uh, don't become discouraged because there aren't a lot of clicks or you don't have a ton of listeners or whatever um, and just keep moving forward. Because look at the same as with the mission, you know, itself and the, as far as at the center and the dissemination of the information, how mm-hmm, it started yeah. and, and now it's slowly, slowly um, gaining, uh, you know, they're more passive members there. Uh, think about it at one time, only the people at the center were, um, you know, putting together and printing and, and, and proof reason- proofreading the materials and putting them out there and there were a few little, you know, like a few little documentaries out that all of us have seen. You know, the old ones like contact mm-hmm. and, and and look at what's blooming from from all of That's that. That's true. Now you've got yeah. bigger
1: groups uh, all over the world and they're mm-hmm. doing their part. That's the only way it can work. We, we yes. all have to do our little thing and feed a bot. Podcast, be it a small movie here and there, a series, a show, or any cultural thing like like piano singing, and then mm-hmm.
2: uh,
0: exactly all,
1: all aspects of life need to some artistry. There's people yes. who do great paintings. I've used uh, one painting from which which uh, I think I got from the from the Salomi group, uh, which is the, the Chinese people. They're very kind. Uh, there's this wonderful painting of of Semyaza and Billy standing in front of the beam shape. So we all need to find our own way to contribute to the mission. Now I knew from 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 very very young age on I, I wanna make movies or, or documentaries, mm-hmm. whatever I it is and, and it was pretty clear to me as soon as I started uh, involving myself into the mission that I wanna do videos, but even I had to take a long learning curve I had to yes. grow as a person I had to um, I had to gain knowledge and, and skills in the professional world in editing I learned a lot at work and I had to mature as a person and and, and study and study the spiritual teaching so I'm, I'm able to actually tell those stories and uh, so and then there's other people who are better at writing articles or um, Doing podcasts, whatever. We all have our unique contributions. Play to their their strength and contribute.
0: Exactly, and I, um, you know, you made you made a really good point just now when you said you had to mature and grow in your knowledge and 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 your wisdom about this information, and you know that brings up that topic of of you music, when we were talking, when you said that about music, that the music that's being put out nowadays, you know, you and I were part of a little discussion about some of the music that we're seeing that's popular, the that oh, so-called yeah. music. I don't even uh, want to call it music. Because in my mind, it is terrible. And you know, Harold, um, I think you're probably quite a bit younger than I am. Um, I'm just my impression.
1: I'm 49.
0: Oh, you're 49. Okay, so not so much younger than me, but (laughs) do you sit? Okay, so but but young enough. Why do you think that these? um, Why? Why do you think this music or, or so called music is appealing to people? Why is it so popular? I don't understand.
1: I cannot give you a good answer because I grew up, um, my music was, uh, or a taste of music, if you will, was defined by the release of E.T. The Extraterrestrial, which released in Austria a year later than it did in the the U.S. Really? The score was uh, composed by John Williams, which I consider to be one of the greatest composers alive today. Fortunately, he's still alive. He's very old now. But mm-hmm. he's still a genius. And then all, all, I was a kid of the 80s. So I grew up in mm-hmm. E.T., Star Wars, Return of the Jedi and the Indian Angels. So I grew up on big orchestral music scores and mm-hmm. I never actually listened to some when I was younger, but never really got into the, the popular music, which to turn popular general public listens too. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of this, this orchestral film music fan and it's uh, yeah, really defined by musical taste. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why the videos sound the way they do. Uh, but why people love this noise and it seems to be getting worse all the time. It does. The, the, the music was so-called music. Let's be correct, mm-hmm. <laughs> correct yeah, terminology so-called. here. The so-called music was terrible many many years for many 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 years now and now some of the stuff just just the other day i went outside they had this little festival in the park next next to my place and it was so mind-numbing stupid dumb it, like i was speechless I, I just had to turn around and go back home it's it's <laughs>
0: yeah
1: I, I don't get it i don't get it how people can no. possibly listen to this crap Sorry. i, I don't eat.
0: <laughs> either. And what is it doing to their psyches? You know, uh, you know, when I, I watched a video, I, I mentioned um, Cardi B, remember, and I, I said, I was just, I, I felt sick over uh horrified too, and kind of afraid. It kind of made me a little bit afraid. And this is why. Because um, the portrayal of the culture, if you want to call it that, um, that was around this video seemed to me to be coarse, uncaring, violent. Um, it was all about, um, you know, you're jealous of me because I I've got money now. I think that was kind of the name of the song, <laughs> or the yes. thing. I think those <laughs> were the lyrics actually. Oh, no. <laughs> very You're jealous of cardi b because i've got money now and i was like and she just kept repeating that over and over and i sat there with my mouth hanging open i just <laughs> i i i just went this is this is the world that we're creating and this is the future because of the these are y- young people that are listening to this and they were calling it a masterpiece and I thought you don't know. even know what a masterpiece is. This is not a masterpiece.
1: No, seriously. Yeah, Absolutely I, I, not. It seems like they they every few years they come up with with this new little uh, teen pop sensation, be it Cardi B, or now they have this girl, this Billie Eilish, who I don't know makes how 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 much money and this is everything is unbearable. <laughs> and yep, they said as you just put it so 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 able they listen to this garbage and they don't even know what good music is because they've never sampled it in in true life i mean
0: well and i felt worried for several days harold i felt um worried about our youth for several days. i mean i'm worried about them anyway but this kind of um it brought up more worry about our youth for me i thought to myself uh I'm very concerned about where this is going and and the kind of people this music is helping to create and the lack of empathy and um, caring for anything but um, showing off your material wealth and your, you know, your power to be able to, you know, um, your aggressiveness, it it was very aggressive and uh, just attitudes about, um, you know, who we are and I, I was very a certain concerned. sense of
1: entitlement coupled yes. with social yes. media and that's the only thing that matters to them right now I mean yes of course we're generalizing here I mean it might be a few yes. things but in general yeah that, that's yeah definitely. in general and
0: I, I know there are young people who don't listen don't like that music and don't listen to it and yes we are generalizing but when you say you know we're generalizing that means that you know when you look at how many um, views this these videos get you know they get millions of views yes
1: no and length,
0: yeah. yeah and so oh I I still don't think we should you know of course give up what we're doing um, no'll
1: never you give know, up what
0: we're supporting <laughs> no I absolutely because um um there are ways i think for us to like you said you have to kind of play to the audience and make it compelling enough to where they want to engage without sacrificing the fine sensitive beauty and truth that is part of that's that's the mission and um, that's
1: Kind of a fine line you have to walk you have to yes on one hand make it entertaining and compelling and and, and hopefully involving enough for people to stick around and, and watch it to, to the end and on the other hand stay true to the story and don't compromise on on on, on content and uh, yes
0: yes exactly and uh so i'm just um really glad you're doing these things and um when you were in Hollywood, um, did you um, did you see any signs of where things were going? I mean, did you were you noticing at all that it was things were starting to decay while you were there?
1: Not in the least, actually, because okay. back in the day, I was in Hollywood from ninety one through ninety five. Okay. And that was the day. It's actually funny because they have a show on Netflix that uh, has has little documentaries on how certain movies were made and ju- they just released a new season and they had two movies in there, one of them being Jurassic Park, the first one by Steven Spielberg, and the mm-hmm. second one was the second movie was Forrest Gump. You may like or not like these movies, but oh, I like, like, like both better. of them. Yeah, I like both of them, did. too, because mm-hmm. I think I mean, Steven Spielberg was one of the giant big influence in my life because mm-hmm. the guy knows how to frame movies and put stuff together like like nobody else does. Mm-hmm. And Forrest Gump. And what's interesting to see is that back in the day, and even I didn't know this living in Hollywood, those uh, filmmakers and then Robert Zemeckis, who directed Forrest Gump, was a big-time director, he came off mm-hmm. the Back to the Future trilogy, so he had some cloud walking in.
0: Which I love,
1: by the way. Uh, but uh, he had to struggle, and there was so many problems getting those movies made the way he wanted them, like, like that running sequence of, of, of the character for Forrest Gump, when is running all across America, and mm-hmm. the studio boss, Sherry Lansing at the time, she wanted to cut it because it's too expensive and you have a whole unit, and then they did it in secret anyway, even though the studio didn't want him to do it. Oh, so I see. That's what I loved. You think those, those big budget movies they were easy to do. No, they weren't. Those guys, they were just, back in the day, they were true filmmakers who had a vision, believed in that vision, and one way or the other made it happen anyways. And that's that's what we lack like today. Today, it's all corporate. Everybody is it's, it's, it's talking about product or content. They don't even call them films anymore or movies. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just very corporate corporate and they tested and uh, so audience test screenings and uh, we didn't like that reaction. And the nurses uh, brand is uh, licensing deal. this company doesn't like that when this happens, and that's why those movies seem so cold and not personal. Mm-hmm. because it's kind of designed around certain parameters which need to be observed to even get one of those big budget films made nowadays. And the small movies it's hard to get them I mean, into theaters in the first place so mm-hmm. to answer your question no back in the day it was a completely different world and i didn't right. think it happened that way
0: yeah i i thinking back i didn't see any signs of it i just thought you know i kind of took it for granted that these we were going to keep getting these great films right and uh, so
1: did
0: I. <laughs> yeah, and they're just drying up and I, and I can imagine for certain filmmakers, they must, this must just be heartbreaking for them that they're so hampered now. And I would think as an actor, if you have any kind of substance to you at all, that it must be not very satisfying at all to, to perform in these, these new. Um,
1: See, the thing is back in the day, 90s, 80s, 70s, mm-hmm. the studio heads were uh Old filmmakers, filmmakers who, who's, right. who went up in age, they, they didn't make movies on their own anymore because they were elderly, and but they had a lot of experience. Then. They've been mm-hmm. around for, for decades and made movies. And those people, they knew. They knew exactly that, for example, back in the day, A Godfather wouldn't be profitable. But they knew it was a great movie and they made it anyway. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, this doesn't happen anymore because now the, you've got those those business majors only see uh, uh, uh only see a bottom line and how much money it makes and they don't think in a grand scheme. Basically, much like we do, we we mix, we make stuff: podcasts, drawings, mm-hmm. art, videos, articles. And we know our audience is going to be limited nowadays.
0: Yes. So
1: many years from now, decades from now, maybe even centuries. Who knows? They'll yes. be very very relevant. That's exactly how the studios worked back in the day. They made a few movies which in we actually giant big flops and now they're classics and uh, yeah, so it's pretty much. Funny I know, and, I, and I'm so really glad
0: those flops course. are those those so called flops are there that we can. That we can watch those classics and do you um, maybe um, you know of. Do you know of any filmmakers right now that are are despite of all this? Um, you know, the the limitations that are now with the woke and the it's gotta be a profit Mm. and you know they look at that are making films anyway that are that are good. Any in particular that you know you might. Maybe I don't know about.
1: At this point, I'm not sure there was always the great James Cameron, which I thought was a talented filmmaker, but I think he compromised a little already we mm-hmm. We'll see what his avatar movies are going to be like. I'm curious. Uh other He has than more that,
0: coming out, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. He has more uh, more more avatar uh
1: yes, franchise. Yes. They out. they've been busy for I think I think a year and a half now, maybe 2 years. They've been working forever in New Zealand on the new avatar movies. Okay. Just everything's changed because Disney picked up Fox, which yes. which handles, you know, it's been delayed a little, but they are coming. And I'm curious if he actually had to compromise on, on his movies or if if, if he's still going to be doing great, great movies. Don't know yeah. about that. Other than that, the problem is younger people don't even get the chance anymore, even if they are talented and, and great. Uh, good movies uh-huh. it's hard for them to to find a platform so maybe even if Netflix picks it up or Amazon or it's hard to get stuff in movie theaters in the first place even without mm-hmm. the pandemic if they yeah. ever see now that these companies have all these guidelines and I'm not sure I'm not sure yeah. sometimes they have very hard I know Netflix has incredibly strict uh, Strict rules for technical limitations. There is a certain list of cameras they accept. Actually, I have one of those cameras that that would work, and then you have to go through a distributor for them. You can't deal with Netflix directly. So there's a whole bunch of paperwork involved in really getting stuff out there. Yeah, Netflix. You so can't you deal have to use as a an individual camera. Yeah, they they have a list of cameras that is acceptable to them. Yeah. Why? It's, Well, it needs to be 4K and certain technical. I don't want to get into the details right now. But for
0: them to stream it, is that why? I mean, for it to work with their platform, is that why? Or is it have something else, another reason?
1: Yeah, it's part in part uh, the fact that they can stream in 4K and uh, okay. that a certain sensor requirements. Uh, that's like the minimum we we ask, which I think is a joke because if you went by the Netflix standards, uh, you really <laughs> couldn't do a, you you couldn't you couldn't get any Marvel movies on Netflix. Who are most of them? Most of the Marvel movies, those peak Marvel. Mm -hmm. Uh, extravagances except for the last few ones weren't even shot in 4k (laughs) so they would actually not be netflix applicable so that's kind of funny (laughs) yeah it is
0: well um what was i going to ask you um you were saying something about the quality of the Or or, Oh, getting things on platforms. So one thing I've noticed, and you were talking about all the guidelines, how everything's become so bland and everything, which I totally see. I just saw an article yesterday, um, you know, things are becoming so and so, so much more restrictive that even PayPal, which of course is a whole nother, you know, it's a payment platform, it's not a film Mm -hmm. platform, but it's still indicative of where things are going. They were talking about how they're not going to do business with certain I, i'll have to go back and look at the article again but uh, with certain people if if they if they actually support certain things or or stand for certain things they're not going to do business with them
1: i've heard that before yeah and it's yes. even worse because if like for example you put out a YouTube video could happen yeah. to us in theory and
2: right
1: i mean we're so small a channel I mean that's a problem i actually kind of want to have but that's a different story. Let's okay. say we put out a, a video. We put out a bit on overpopulation, and okay. Google, cool. who owns YouTube, doesn't like it, right? Because uh, well, it goes it's, it goes against our guidelines, and this upsets people. And then, and then Google puts you in a, on a on a blacklist, which is shared among all mm-hmm. those big tech giants. So that mm-hmm. means if Google puts you on that on a blacklist you don't have a Facebook anymore, you don't have a Twitter, you don't have a PayPal, you don't have this and right. that. So, so you, basically, they, they, t- they send you in a desert tech-wise.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's actually very upsetting. We have allowed tech companies to, uh, to exer- exercise so much power of, over the individual. They control speech and opinion to such a large extent. It's, yes.
0: it's, it's very probably, alarming, actually. Yeah. And I, I wish more people were paying attention to that. They don't seem to understand what this. I mean, they're they're even be brainwashing a lot of the people to, into saying, "Yeah, you should silence people." We don't want to, you know, as long as it's they don't stop and think about. Well, I don't want to hear that, so yeah, you should silence them. But they don't understand that they could be next. What they well, have. Well, the to
1: problem could is, it has become so fashionable to join that that narrative that is being put yes. out by the media in In the broadest sense, that yeah. anybody who doesn't chime in or who, who shares a different opinion needs to be silenced, like you said, on yes. this, actually say this is a good thing,
0: yeah, I know. And, and so that's why I think it's really important we keep putting out <laughs> putting out this Absolutely. stuff, you know uh, just and and fighting against it. i I, I just don't want to live in a cultural desert. I don't want to live in a place where, Ideas are are squelched, and all our creativity is controlled. And how terrible!
1: And it's actually the worst. we 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 have 1984
0: right now. We do. It's,
1: it's, it's, we're really heading that way.
0: We are, and um, I see it as a combination of of 1984 and A Brave New World. Um, that those two books yes. together are really painting the painted a picture. Um, of the, it's like they took and they blended it, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. So. Well, this was a a really interesting conversation. I, I'm really glad <laughs> you, you agreed to. Um, sure. As you can tell, this is something I'm very interested in too. So, um, I'm very glad you agreed to um, do this interview with me. I think people will find it very interesting to listen to and um, i hope so <laughs> yeah i think so i think it'll strike a chord with uh, a lot of the concerns in the figu community um i i you know as we and maybe even you know like you and i are saying not just our figu people but those those people here and there that stumble upon um our work and say oh what is this this sounds kind of interesting and it opens up a whole new world for them and i'm hoping um even if it's just here and there there are people that find this find your films find all the work that the people are putting out there and and you know as they search around oh and here's you know here's this guy's podcast and here's this video and here and it you know i i'm just hoping it'll keep things going we have to keep things going don't we really
1: absolutely we cannot give up because well, we have to. It's just <laughs> Yeah, we do.
0: We have to. That's how I feel, too. We just have to. Even now,
1: for my part, those... I'm going to keep making those videos. Good. I'll die. Uh, so <laughs>
0: good. I'm glad I mean, to hear that. I, I'm...
1: Sometime I when I'm retired. I have more time. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing what else you come up with. Um, and uh, I really loved the one where you did all the the it was about the sci-fi stuff. And you had the Star Trek shots and the. You know, um, I <laughs>
1: that loved
0: was. that one. I I have to tell you that was one of my favorites.
1: I grew up on sci-fi, and that was so did uh, I. Obviously, mm-hmm. having always an interest in in in, in space, and, and I mean, every probably most of us in the figu have shared interest in yes space travel and everything. So I grew up as a kid on Star Trek and the TV show, the movies, and the mm-hmm. Star Wars Same. and everything. And then I figured, hmm, there's actually. A lot of stuff, and it's not the immediate main plot of the movie, but when you go in and you've seen these movies a hundred times, each you, uh-huh. single one of them, and uh, there's little parts in there, hey, that's actually what the play aren't talk about, like like, like the beaming of the not-involving in, in, in different cultures. and um, Yes. Uh, oh, it was good fun. I love this yeah
0: and and you think about really how much they shaped us because when i was a young girl and i was watching star trek star trek was a um a hot uh series everybody was watching it when i was a young girl this was you know very popular and i remember watching i was very fascinated by spock (laughs) spock was my favorite character because he was so logical and i always wanted to see him show some emotion though that kind of bothered me (laughs) the the, the lack of feeling thing i went yeah that's not quite right i mean i even realized as a a child it was too much one way right and and um, but his logic i loved and i thought um the 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 prime directive and that's i thought about those things a lot you know i would watch the shows and i would think about them and 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 realize in those shows the the correct things i would say that's so good that's that's a good thing. I would feel and like get a good feeling had, from it.
1: That's back in the day when we had great TV shows, great yes. movies, because there's actually, I mean, of course, it ran the taming. They had their stories, but there was a lot of good stuff in there. Otherwise, there is. couldn't have made that lesson and, and 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 find so many references to the play and what they are saying and doing. And yes, that was great sci-fi and great movies, and it's it's kind of sad to see that this
0: this come to an end.
1: It's, it's it's terrible. I know when
0: I when I watch them now, I, they're just so unsatisfying. I go, uh you know, I'll watch one and go, I'm just hoping for that same experience, and it's just not there, and like when I, the first time I saw Star Wars, I was 18 years old. I had just graduated from high school and I was mesmerized. And the, 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 force the you know, the, the information about the force, I went, that's true to myself. That's true. Why I think this, I don't know, but it's true. <laughs>
1: You know, Star Wars. I mean, I was kid at some a little different as uh, Return of the Trader first and then watched the other two because uh, uh-huh. I was too young for <laughs> for the, the 77 release. Right. But that was the movie that made me realize, hey, I want to do this for a living. I want to be involved in filmmaking and, uh, yeah, I've come full circle in a way. Not doing this. these video's yeah. the mission.
0: Well, you know... I remember thinking when I saw that Star Wars movie um, that this this uh, this intergalactic battle of good and evil that 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 felt real to me like that could happen on that could really happen. You know, I remember thinking that 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 this there could be this this uh, this fight for good and evil, this struggle, um, not just on our planet, but on many. I remember thinking that, that, that just seemed very plausible to me and sure enough it is, but, um, it, yeah, it got me to, um, you know, thinking even more and more. I've always read science fiction ever since, um, I was a young girl when I could, when I started to read, I started reading science fiction. And so, oh, I think it really science fiction really helps good science fiction opens up your mind. And, um, you know a lot of science fiction really is science fact
2: (laughs) that's very true yes we just don't
0: know it you know at the time um so anyway well you know like i said this has been great and i could probably go on forever but i'm not going to (laughs) um but thank you so much harold Uh, thank you for having me (laughs) yeah and look for this uh a week from friday i will put out um like i always do i'll put out a. Um, you know, kind of an announcement teaser to people that we're to look forward to this interview next week. I'll probably put that out today or tomorrow on Facebook, and um, and then um, people can tune in and know a little more about the man behind these delightful films.
1: So <laughs> okay, that's... Uh, thanks.
0: A- thanks, Harold. You have a great rest of your week. Thank
1: you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Okay. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Reality Ranch Podcast. Until next time, Salome.